Want a fresh take on what's going on with the Saints, LSU, the betting world, and the NFL? Then you've picked the right place. Jim Derry has plenty of datitude, and he's ready to tell you the way it is. Well, the way he thinks it is. Where you at, New Orleans? And hello to all my friends across the country trying to find some kind of object to use as an ice scraper. What in the hell is going on around here? I mean, what do we use? We don't have to use that stuff around here. Butter knife? I guess that would do the trick. Razor blade? I don't know. Zipper, back of a zipper? Well, that would take a while. It's cold out there, boys and girls. Hello, I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Times-Picayune, the advocate, and bet.nola.com. And this is Datitude, episode number 48, for our Friday, January the 21st, 2022. 30-some-odd degrees in the New Orleans metropolitan area, and they're telling me it's going to be like frigid for a couple of days and we're going to get like a tease. It's going to get back in the fifties and then it's going to be like, I don't know, 38 again during the day. David Bernard said last night, uh, might not get above 60 for 10 days. Look, I like the winter way more than I like the summer, but this is ridiculous. I don't know how those people up in the North do it. We're going to get into, we're going to spend just about all day talking, all day. We're going to spend about the entire show talking about the NFL playoffs coming up this week. Uh, playoffs? That's right. Playoffs, Jim. Um, it's the, it's my favorite weekend of the year in sports. I know a lot of people like, you know, the, college championship weekend, college football championship weekend, and it's the same weekend as the last week of the regular season in football, and it's the week, you know, it's, it's the week before the playoffs start and all that stuff. Not me. These are the four games to me that are usually the most intriguing. Now, I'll say that and we'll have four blowouts. But it also marks the last time we have game, game, and then we wake up and we have game, game. Because the next week, after this is over, we only have three football games left. And to me, it's a little depressing. I'm always a little depressed when this weekend's over. I mean, we still have more football, yeah. We have two conference championship games and a Super Bowl that's kind of like whatever. I mean, the Super Bowl has got to become, has become where, who cares? I mean, except for 2010, of course. We cared about that Super Bowl. But, I mean, it's, it's really got to be, you know, it's such a show and a spectacle and people that don't care about football turn it on and talk the whole time and eat chips in your ear while you're trying to watch the game. It's just overhyped. That's what it is. It's a spectacle. So, to me, football's kind of over when... When this game's over, when this weekend's over. Again, I, I, I enjoy the conference championships. They're usually 
usually fairly good. It, it's it's cool to see who's going to the Super Bowl, um, what controversies we're going to have, what players shine, blah, blah, blah. But especially this year, I think it's even worse because the Saints weren't in the playoffs at all. So it's not like you're watching the team that beat the Saints. I mean, it's just weird. And I, and I really think that it does have something to do even – even more so than usual. First time in five years the Saints aren't involved in any kind of way in the playoffs. And this whole week later thing is really kind of throwing me for a loop. I talk about it later with, with, um, with D Squared. He'll be on the show later. Uncle Big Nick is out sick today. Um, he was going to get a COVID test, so we hope he doesn't have the vid. Um, if he does, of course, we wish him well. We will. He still sent in his picks, and we'll, uh, we'll announce them when D squared comes on. And then after all that, I'll give you my five star picks and kind of go over each one in detail, especially the ones that I don't talk a lot about during my segment with, um, with uncle Dave or D squared conductor, Dave, we got to find out where that Taysom train's going, right? That's coming up. But I mean, how do you feel about it? Is is it weird for you now that, I mean, now the saints have been out for a couple weeks and, just again, that first first time in five years, you're just so used to them being in the playoffs, and it makes you like think like what do what are like Cowboys fans going through? I mean, Cowboy die like real Cowboy fans, not the ones that just they don't know a team, so they just pick the Cowboys. But like Cowboys fans that Cowboys used to be in the playoffs every year, year after year went to the playoffs more often than not when at least to like the championship game. A lot of times went to the Super Bowl, and then they just started stinking it up. And now they're lucky if they make the playoffs. And then they get to the playoffs, and they do what they did last week. I mean, it's got to be – would you rather be a team like that? Or would you rather be like a Jags fan? Once it's over, it's over. Or a Jets fan. I mean, every now and then you get to the playoffs, and it's a big deal. Saints used to be like that, remember? I mean, Saints didn't even go to the playoffs until 1987 season. January 3rd, 1988. First time Saints ever went to the playoffs. Remember it like it was yesterday. It's hard to believe because it wasn't yesterday. But since then, really, I mean, we've had our bad moments here and there, but the Saints are, I mean, especially in the Sean Payton era. I mean, if you're 30-something years old, you're, you're spoiled. If the Saints don't go to the playoffs, it's a big deal. It's not like something that, you know, it's it's unusual when the Saints don't go to the playoffs. So, this weekend is a little weird. I'm going to enjoy it as best I can um, because after it's over, in all essence, the focus of the sports world kind of shifts. That To me, that's when it really shifts, when this weekend's over. Yeah, they talk about the conference championship games. We'll be talking about them a lot next week. But I don't know. It's just so hard for me to get in, into. It's always been hard for me to get in the NBA, into the NBA because I like college basketball more than I like the NBA. And I'm the opposite in football. I, I like the NFL way more than I like college football. So college, I mean, this is kind of when I start watching golf again. I actually had it on a little bit this morning. I don't know. It's 
sort of depressing like the weather. You guys looking forward to this weekend? Who do you got? Who you got? We got uh, two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday, and um, one AFC, one NFC. And uh, we're not going to know. It's easy. We know who to root for in the Bengals game, right? Most people are rooting for the Burrow and the Chase. Okay, Burrow Chase. That's who we want. Bengals are kind of our adopted team this year. So there'll be people rooting for although you're not going to like my song later if you're rooting for the Bengals. I got a song that I had to pull way out of the woodwork for that one. But who do we root for in Tampa Bay and the Rams? I mean, can they both lose? As I record this on late Thursday, um, with we look, we got a home school day tomorrow. Okay, distance learning. We're going to be distance learning tomorrow, which is another word for the kids will be off of school tomorrow. Why don't they just say they can't say that because they already used all their days, emergency days for um, Ida, and God forbid if we extend the school year one by one day. So we're going to have a distance learning day, but they don't explain what that means to anyone. Just for those of you who have Chromebooks, take them home. For those of you who don't, and the teachers, they're all going to get with you, and you're going to get online and spend seven hours online. Right. That's a whole other story. I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place today. I'm just letting you know. Even when we get to the picks column, I, I kind of start going all over the place. I'm just letting you know. It's one of those days. It's a Friday. It's been a weird week. Football's almost over. It's 38 degrees outside where they're telling me there's not going to be any ice around tomorrow. But the school's closed. They think there's going to be ice. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm all messed up. Maybe I didn't take my medicine this morning. I don't know. Let's get to the picks. You have your own ideas of what's going to happen this weekend. And um, we're, look, this, these lines are tight. These lines are super, super tight. Um, the, the largest spread is Packers minus six over 49ers. So Vegas is expecting a weekend of four really good games. Now, you know we're not going to get four really good games because it doesn't happen that way. But I think there's some value in some of these picks, and I mentioned them in my NFL picks column, which came out uh, Thursday morning. And some of these lines, they're going to change. For instance, Tennessee line, minus three and a half right now. But you got to think it's going to change a little bit because once they announce whether Derrick Henry's playing or not, it's either going to go up a little bit if he's playing, which I assume he is, or it's going to go down. So I doubt that it's going to stay at three and a half. So if you think Derrick Henry's playing and you like the Titans, now's probably the time to pick it. If you think Derrick Henry is playing and you like the Bengals, you might want to wait a little bit because it'll probably go to four or four and a half. And you have to decide how much is Derrick Henry going to play even if he does play. That all has to be factored in. So there's still a lot of things to factor into these picks as we make them here on a on a Thursday evening um, and bring to you here on Friday morning. So I'm the kind of guy who I, I, I like to take 
the ones that if I want to lock into a certain line that I think is a good number, I, even if it goes up a little bit, even if it changes against my favor, I'm going to take it now, early in the week. Like, I've already made a play, and we'll get to the play that I've already made later in the show because it is my five-star pick of the week. So let's get into them. We'll bring on the choo-choo man, and we'll talk about our picks, and then at the end, after we're done, I'll come back on and give you my five-star picks. We also sprinkle in Uncle Big Nick while we're going along again, who is out today, sick, and we wish him well, even if he is a 49ers fan. All aboard, all aboard the Taysom train, Conductor Dave is on the Taysom train. Do we even know where the Taysom train is going right now? Uh, France. It's going to oh, France, France to fix his, his Liz Frank injury. He's going to France. Okay, so that train is just going to choo choo right over the Atlantic Ocean, baby. That's much, how strong man. that train is. It is, man. It's like it can walk on water, man. <laughs> T squared, how the hell are you? I am doing great, man. I'm doing great, dude. It's like playoffs are here. I wish our Saints were there, but you know what? Uh, I, I, I'll just enjoy the ride for what it is. And, you know, watching the Cowboys lose was just such a wonderful thing. So it was a great weekend, man. And, and, the, and the Bengals won. Well, let me, let, let me cheer you down a little bit, okay? Oh, man. Why? As we record this on a Thursday, a couple of notes. But the first note is the most important. Do you know what the anniversary is of today? You know what happened three years ago today? Would it be the Nola Nocom? Still pissed. <laughs> Still pissed. <laughs> Where, man? Oh, Just wanted to cheer it. you up. If I knew that, I think everybody else should know it too. So January twentieth. Again, we'll record this on a Thursday. Um, January twentieth is the anniversary of the no call. We should all celebrate. And I mean, freaking, freaking Rams, God, man. I Jesus. think some of those refs were were roughing last weekend. <laughs> oh my God! Who who's the schmuck who? Uh, you know, they, they want to, uh, who was just like wrong on so many things. It wasn't the Dallas game. It was somebody else. The, oh, the Cincinnati game you're thinking of. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Jerome Bogart, the, uh, the, where they the blew the whistle. whistle. Yeah. yeah. I Man, think look, some of that. Uh, th- this, is, this is the argument we had after the Nola no call, and it's still valid to this day until the NFL makes these guys full-time referees and stops picking all these random-ass refs and putting them on a team when none of them have worked together as a game. It's like, you know, they're, they're all either trying to look cool to their peers or, you know, they, they, they don't want to rock the boat. And so you've got these different mindsets and crews that have not worked together. It's like pick a crew, not the best of the referees that had the least of the worst possible calls over the course of the season. Put the whole team together that has refed several games together that know each other. I mean, it, it's it's ridiculous that the NFL does this every freaking playoff season, man. You see, I, I don't, I don't even think, I don't think it would matter if they. I agree with the part of the the the, the crews, the same crews to work together. It's a, it's an argument that comes up every year in baseball, and they mix all these crews, and they they make they don't know how to talk to each other because they're used to you know why wouldn't you use the same crews? They go by crew. I think they right. do that in the NFL. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm gonna have to look into this. I think they do that in the NFL. I don't think that making them full-time refs would change a damn thing. I really don't. They get paid a ton, and if you think these guys are, I mean, 
these guys have those kinds of jobs where we wish we had, you know, they work like probably like 15 hours a week and get paid enormous, yeah, ridiculous right. salaries in real life. Um, so I don't, I don't know. What are you going to do? What are they going to do all week? Well, Study I mean, the well, tendencies well, of the chiefs? Probably they should. Would they it help? To. Uh, look, I, I think at the end of the day, uh, we want some sort of better checks and balances because if they're an employee, I agree with that. Uh, you know that they, 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 they need to be held accountable at some sort of level, and to not, you know, the, the NFL's reasoning for not using certain refs is like, oh, well, you had a bad season, and so we're not going to give you these extra game checks. I mean, that's really not much of an incentive. And there's we when there is any sort of disciplinary action taken against the referees, it is kept quiet. You don't get a press release on it. It's all done you know, backdoor shady stuff. And it's like, shady. just, you need to have some sort of accountability, but also, uh, how about this for accountability clarity or, or seeing through stuff. What's the word I'm looking for? You know, just uh, uh, transparent opposite of opaque transparency, <laughs> the opposite of opaque. Uh, that's all, that's all you needed to say. <laughs> how about this? If you screw up, you don't get paid. How about that? That, or you just get paid is, like that'd be awesome. You just pay, you get paid like minimum wage if you screw up. They or they donate the game check to whichever player you screwed that week or, oh, or the, the, the team's charity of choice. I don't know. Some of them then you might get. Yeah, I mean, just think if you if you were roughing the the Jaguars Jets game and they knew that they weren't going to win and they screwed up, the guy would probably be like, "Yes, he screwed up <laughs> on my running play. Yes, ten thousand dollars in the bank." I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I just I, I, we could talk about it till we're blue in the face, and I know we did it three years ago for like weeks on end when we would talk about this stuff on on the radio constantly. Yeah, we and, talked about it till like the next August. Yeah, three years later, we're looking at the same still pissed ass mistakes. I'm still pissed. <laughs> That's how every show would start. It'd say, "How you doing there, Jim Daring?" I'd say, "Still pissed." Oh, boy. Anyway, I thought I would lighten your day up with that. Um, here's another way to lighten your day. Uh, Uncle oh Big Nick God. is, is un- under the weather today, So, um, which actually, I mean, I'm not, it didn't lighten my day because he was under the weather. But uh, Are we sure he didn't just, like, brush you off to go fly out to San Francisco? Oh, maybe sure? he's got some, like, five-day hangover. I have no idea. Anyway, uh, he, must be really, he must be really sick if he couldn't come on today to gloat. Um, so <laughs> he must be, you're right. He tweeted at me, you know, it's like, Hey, we're good. I'm, I'm glad you're cheering for the 49ers. I'm like cheering against the Cowboys does not, <laughs> is not the same thing for the 49ers. And I said, you know what? Yeah, yeah. One and done now with the 49ers, we'll do two and done going to green Bay. We'll get to that one in just a moment. But so what we're going to do here, as we go along, we are going to announce uncle big Nick of his five-star picks. Anything he's got going on with that particular game, and he's got something on all four, we will just um, we'll bring him up, and uh, hopefully right. they'll differ from our picks. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, won't we? Wait, Speaking how did we do last week? Thinking yeah, of right. our picks, we had another good week, man. We are we are kind of on a little minute. I wouldn't call it fire. Uh, it's kind of like if you put a, you know if you put one of those warm heaters outside in this in this thirty eight degree weather that we're having right now. It'd be kind of like that, you know. So we're not going to freeze we're, to death. We're the pocket. We're the pocket warmers of betting right now. There That's we go. exactly what we are. And the good <laughs> news is, we both went four and two last week. We were both forty-eight and forty-eight going into last week. So now we're above five hundred. Can you believe it? 
No, I cannot. But see, look, that, that just makes you feel better because all the people who have been listening to Datitude and clicking subscribe, they're now getting their money's worth. Yeah, I think it's those guys that are on autoplay and it just kind of like they're like snoozing and they uh, it just like, automatically what starts playing. What is, what is this? What is this idiot? What am I listening to? Who are these morons? <laughs> anyway, we are 52 and 50 going into the divisional round. So all we need, we got seven games left. All we need to do is go, what, three and four the rest of the way to finish above 500? That, that's oh, pretty we can do that. Yeah, That's easy. Man. Even you can we do that. This. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's start off in the four. We'll get you 147 segment. Um, we're going to start off. We're going to go in chronological order. And um, I think everyone around here is kind of a Bengals fan, right? Unless you just hate LSU, which right, there are still right. people who hate LSU. I mean, in the old days when <laughs> you had LSU versus Tulane, you had a lot of people who hated LSU. Now it's like, I don't think Tulane fans care about LSU. And I know LSU fans don't care about Tulane. So, um, I don't know. There's a lot of Burrow and Chase fans this weekend. They're going against Christian Fulton and the Tennessee Titans. Titans at home, had a bye last week. They are the top seed, hosting Cincinnati, three-and-a-half-point favorites. By the All way, right. these lines are being brought to you and um, by Caesars Sportsbook Louisiana, which is the official partner of bet.nola.com. We are all Caesars. We are um, all Caesars. So, all right, Jamar Chase. Let's just talk about Jamar Chase, where uh, this idiot's just giving freaking, you know, bulletin board material, man. You know, no, nobody can uh, cover me. Nobody yeah. can, you know, whatever the hell he's stupidity, he said. Well, this that's because he went guy, to Christian Fulton in practice for like eight years straight. So he's, well, he might make his own truth. The, the guy who couldn't catch a damn cold during the, uh, the, uh, the training camp in the first half of the season just because you figured out or remembered how to catch a damn ball, don't don't get all cocky, man. Don't get all cocky. So, so what are you telling I, me? I, I I'm telling you that Jamar Chase needs to be smacked upside the head and get a little, just a little dab of humility and kind of remember that he sucked to start this year. All right. <laughs> so don't, don't don't get all big for your uh, britches, man. And look, well, he took a whole going, year off. Remember getting ready for this year? Yeah. Well, so it was it was COVID. That's a, come on. That you can't. You, that's just an excuse, man. It's just an excuse. It was the vid. So, uh, look, we have been picking the Houston Oilers all season long. Houston I mean, they Oilers. they have been a, a, a team of destiny. You are my density. So they have been <laughs> like that. They have been really just a, a great team throughout the season. Okay, so, McFly, let's get to it. <laughs> that was awesome. This is uh, hard for me because honestly, I think the Bengals can win. I, I want the Bengals to win, but the question is, will they win? That's what we're here today to discuss. And this will probably be the better game of the weekend in my mind because uh, just what, what we've been seeing from them. So, man, all right, g- give me the line again. What is it? Okay, for those of three? you that just wasted two and a half minutes of your life, I completely apologize. Tennessee yeah. minus three and a half over Cincinnati. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah, all right, I'm, I'm – I'm taking Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee, and I'm doing it under protest because I Why really, protest? really want. 
because I want the Bengals to win. And okay. normally, Jim Derry, I, I go with and I just throw caution to the wind. Uh, but this is the Bengals. Even though it's a new team, they finally broke their 30-year drought of, of winning a playoff game because of Red Rocket. Freaking Andy. Red Bell. Rocket. Red Rocket. Red Rocket. <laughs> uh, he could not do anything. Get him to the promised land. Uh, so the Bengals... Uh, uh, they've, you know, they've had a good year, not a great year. I think next year will be their year. They can make a deeper run, but I think, I think Tennessee's going to win on this just simply because like they've been doing it all season long. And, and every time I've gone against Tennessee, I, I, I've failed. And I even picked Tennessee to beat the saints, which they did, but they didn't beat the spread. And that sucked. So, yeah. Well, you know, here's the, here's the thing. I, I guess a couple things. First off, I guess the Bengals, have not reached Burrow and Chase are not at Saints level yet because you just I mean besides that one Tennessee pick I think you just auto picked Saints so yeah 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 absolutely I don't know. so they, so the fact that you're picking Tennessee that's Tennessee now you've now picked Tennessee against the Saints you've now picked Tennessee against Burrow and Chase in the playoffs I, I know it physically maybe, pains me maybe the so love bad. you blue the old love you blue has more strength inside of you. Then your Saints and Bengals love or Saints and no, Bob. because I didn't, I never liked Warren Moon, you know. Okay, so, I don't know. So, I don't have anything else. The, the only real Oilers player ass. I could really remember, <laughs> Dan Pastorini. <laughs> okay, well, I got good news and bad news for the public. The good news is if you're a, if you're a Borough fan this week, um, I'm picking. Tennessee as well. So the fact uh, that you and I are both picking Tennessee, and here's that, the that here's bodes, the better that news. Bodes well. That bodes well. For yeah, but Bengals. here's what doesn't bode well. Uncle Big Nick is making it his five star pick. It's his Shut five. Up. his pick of the week. Tennessee minus three and a half over Cincinnati. So sorry, love you, Blue. That is not a good thing. All three of us are on Tennessee, and it's Uncle Big Nick's pick of the week. I'll get to my five star picks after our segment and. Uh, so is he basically kind of saying that that he thinks it's a lock? That that's what that five. That's his lock of the week. Although I will wow. say his lock of the week last week was 49ers money line over the Cowboys. Yeah, how'd that work out? It worked out great for him. He won money. Bastard. Dang but it. Now we gotta watch the 49ers in the playoffs again. No, just just for one more week, man. Just for one more week. We okay, can tolerate well, them for one more week. We're getting to that. I'm I'm having a tough time tolerating the 49ers. It's like bringing back old. I mean, the 49ers and the Rams are in the playoffs right now. It's like, it, and and then the Bucks. The, so we got the the uh, the yeah, past that, day, I, the past day thorns in our ass, and the current day thorns in our ass. All they're yeah, all playing this weekend tough. in separate games. Oh no, they're not. Know, in separate that's, games, a, that's why. That's why whatever. I have all AFC teams as my 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 cheering teams. Uh, the NFC games I don't care about anymore. I don't care about the NFC. You just I'm let just it go. Huh? In the AFC, yeah. All right. Well, here's an NFC game for you. In fact, I'm going to give you two in a row. Uh, Man Bun and the Green Bay Packers are hosting those aforementioned 49ers. Green Bay giving six, six, six. Six points to the 49ers. By the way, I never gave the bad news. The bad news is um, it's tough to pick Tennessee if we're all picking them. Is that really bad news? I don't know. Anyway, I digress again. All right, Green Bay minus six over San Francisco. Uh, all right, uh, you could bet against the man bun at your peril, man. You know, the, the dude has, he's hes just a, a magician. He 
He fooled us into thinking he was vaccinated by saying he was immunized. He's like, look over here, look at this hand. And then he uh, it gets a deep strike to the end zone. Then he uh, took I, some I, penicillin. I think he did, or, or, or chlorothoracomagazine or whatever, whatever the hell it is. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, no, look, actually, I think this Herodor. will be another beatdown. I think uh, he's, look, this, I don't know if it's his farewell season. I don't think it is. I mean, because he's still got a lot of gas in the tank. But yeah, he's not going. Is it his, he might leave Green Bay, but it's not his right. Farewell well, that's, that's what I was about to say. He leave there. Uh, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers in the postseason. Uh, he's not facing Tom Brady yet, and uh, you know, going up against Jimmy G and the 49ers, he is just going to lay lay the smacketh downeth on these little punks and send smacketh. them. Crawling back to San Francisco and their little 49er minds with their stupid little hats with the candle on it and their dumb little pickaxes. They're all going to get their asses handed to them in the frozen tundra. They're not the going to frozen have, tundra. They're not going to have all that crap. They're playing in Green Bay. They're not going to bring I know, all the that frozen stuff. Tundra. But they might. Who knows what the equipment manager brings each week? Some of these he big brings giant black boxes behind there. Who knows? I don't know what they pack in those black boxes. Maybe there's enough cyborg parts for their defense. I don't know, Jim Derry. Maybe there's enough ice there. Maybe there's enough ice there where they need a pickaxe. They might need to get a pick have a pickaxe to get out of their locker room. Who knows? They 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 might they they might they might get frozen in and have to pick through the ice to get out to bring their sorry asses back to San Francisco. I know Uh, one. I think. I know one thing about this game. I guarantee you, if it comes down to the end, the ref's not going to run over Aaron Rodgers like he ran over Dak Prescott. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is a moron who's going to run when you've got 13 seconds left and and, and you have zero timeouts. No, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, (laughs) A.A. Ron would not make that dumbass mistake. So That is pretty dumb. That is pretty pretty dumb, but... But I know. But let me get, you know, I want your 20-second take. But don't you think the ref should have right. found a better way to get to the ball? What's he supposed to do, run around them? Can you run between the center and the right guard? What, what was was there room between the center and the left guard? Well, there certainly one room over Dak's ass. Well, they, they weren't trying to open up a crease for Ezekiel Elliott. They were just trying to get the playoff. And look, <laughs> That's what he figured. If you, you can't know, find a hole for Zeke Elliott, you definitely can't find a hole for my old fat ass. I got you. All right, that's the first common sense thing I've heard on this all week long. You did it perfectly right there. Makes complete sense. All right, so you're taking Green Bay. Minus six, yes. right? All right, yes. so, I'm, so am I. We're on the same page again, and... I guess this is good news. Homer 49er, Uncle Big Nick, uh, I know you'll be shocked to hear this, but he's taking his three-star pick. Is the 49ers plus six over the Packers. He's also got his one-star pick is the under. So he likes the Niners plus six with his three-star pick, and his one-star pick is 49ers Packers under 47 points. Um, well, you know what? Sure. I was about to say, no, this this might be a high-scoring game, but the 49ers sure as hell ain't going to hold up their end of the bargain. It's going to be the, the, the Packers lighting up the scoreboard. So, uh, I mean, what what is San Francisco going to do? What are they going to do against them? I mean, you played a craptastic Cowboys team, and now you're going to play A.A. A- Ron. 
No, uh, look, I, I think uh, the under's a bad bet, too. I mean, I, I think Aaron the Rodgers, they're going to light their asses up, dude. Cause I what does he what, call the Rodgers discount? I don't know. What is it? The, the, uh, yeah, the double, the, the discount double discount check. Discount double check. Maybe he'll be doing that a couple of times this weekend. I don't know. I just think Green, I think Green Bay with a week off. San Francisco's had to fight for their lives. We'll get into more of that in the five-star picks. I just like, uh, I'm with you. I think Green Bay should, I think this might be the only game that's not close all weekend. I think the other three are going to be close. Yeah, considering um, all the blowouts and boring-ass games we had to suffer through last weekend, sweet jumping shoes. Yeah, I don't think this one's going to be that close. Uh, I think it's going to be more, at least 10, but we'll see. All right, moving on. Your favorite two teams in the NFL are playing each other on Sunday afternoon. Speak three years anniversary, Los Angeles Rams are heading to Tampa Brady. And I wish we had it. Don't you just wish the Saints could have played them again in the playoffs just to see what would happen? Oh, my. Yeah. I mean, we would have done better than the Eagles did last week. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we would have won, but I think we would have put some hurting on Tom Brady. Speaking of hurting, um, Rams plus three, Tampa Bay. Somebody's going to be hurting after this weekend's over. All right. Well, I mean, good Lord. All right. I, the, the Rams just, you know, what, what, what they did in that game is not indicative of what and who they are. Uh, and I guess the only concern I have, Jim, is is the health of the uh, Buccaneers. And, and that's as far as like COVID and, and injury health. So depending upon who they got back, uh, you know, for, for this weekend, uh, you know, look, it, Will the Rams pull something out of their butt? It's possible. Uh, I guess if you piss off Tom Brady and make him throw his little tablet, if you can get some interceptions, some tip balls, because Aaron Donald was getting back there and tipping stuff all weekend long, you know, I I think there's a possibility if you can uh, get Tom Brady frustrated with himself and or his passing game, then the, the Rams could feasibly win. I'm picking the Bucks, but I, I this one is because I just hate the Rams and and they got lucky and and they they tried to build this little team to make their big push for the playoffs. Well, you know what? Nobody cares how much money you spend. You ain't the freaking New York Yankees. You guys still suck. You had a home team, uh, home field advantage, and no one was there for your suck ass team. Nothing but 49ers fans. So uh... shut up. Sit Such your ass pile. Down, go back to L.A. <laughs> and let Tampa Bray stomp your ass into the ground. Because that's what's going to happen well, unless they get on skin. I'm glad we don't let any personal bias get into our picks here. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so take that for what it what it is, boys and girls out of there in Datitude land. Uh, D squared says he hates the Rams. Therefore, go Tampa Brady. Well, that's what I normally do. Why is anybody shocked by this? But uh, no, no, honestly, I though, I think I think Tampa, Tampa's health, and if they can, uh, you know, disrupt Tom Brady's passing game, that's that's their only shot. That's the only shot the Rams have to win. That's my my logical reason behind it. Besides, I hating their guts. Can you imagine old ladies listening to this attitude for the first time? Like maybe their husband turned it on or something, and it's the first time. They've, Who are these guys? They're kind of loud and obnoxious. She's sitting there knitting. Click, click, click. Ow, I stabbed myself in the finger. Oh, my God. Sydney, please change the station. (laughs) Sydney. (laughs) Sure thing, Bedelia. I'll turn down the old uh, RCA 
Rollovision. Sorry, Martha. Little Orphan Annie's coming up next. Drink your Ovaltine. Oh, you'll treat your eye out, kid. All right, I'm taking... I have no... Uh, I might still be pissed at them, but it has nothing to do with them because it's probably like half the team's gone since they no-called us or whatever. Um, doesn't matter anyway. Uh, I think the Rams are going to... You kind of touched on it. They're. I think they are going to get to Brady. Um, and what does Brady not like? He doesn't like teams that rush the hell out of him and the Rams are one of those teams that rush the hell out of you so it's actually kind of the perfect storm um this is a team that they probably don't want to play in the playoffs if they if they could pick of the I don't know they don't want to play San Francisco again can't beat them either but I just don't I think this is a bad bad matchup for Tampa Bay and uh they're they're like the only thing that scares me is Vegas is like begging you to take the Rams they're like begging you please take the rams they're they're giving like a discount on tampa bay at minus three it's insane free toaster with every bet yeah caesar sportsbook is the last night again our official partner of bet.nola.com they were giving out even money bets at minus three which is just telling screaming please 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 take the Rams. so the fact that they're doing that scares the hell out of me but i'm still gonna do it i'll bite i'll take the bait uncle big nick also, his four-star pick, he likes the Rams, so he obviously loves the Rams this week. What? Plus three is over he, the Bucks. Is he from California? What the hell, man? I don't know. He's taking Rams. That'd be like us taking the Falcons in the playoffs. I don't think you'd ever do oh, that. Oh, God, I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see your analysis. Oh. Yeah, Matt Ryan is going to stomp all over, love you, Blue, in the Super Bowl. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that ain't happening. All right, so there you go. Me and well, if I'm if we Nick think the, the fix is in, because there's always people who think the fix is in. Uh, if you step back and look at it with your conspiracy uh, glasses on, uh, would the NFL want a matchup of Stafford versus Rogers or or, or Rogers versus Brady? Hmm, let's think. About it is that. L.A. though. I mean, normally I would say they always want Brady, but in this case, I don't think they're going to be that upset if 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 the L.A. Rams move on. It's, to the NFC Championship game. How, how much more free publicity can you give the suck-ass Rams and people still don't care, buy tickets, or show up to their games? I mean, theoretically, you could be Rams and 49ers again. I mean, we could both be wrong. Oh, my God. That would oh be – I don't know if I'd, I could watch that. That'd be. I don't think I could either. I mean, I'd have it on, but it'd be one of those ones where if the kids were talking during the NFC Championship game, you know, 99 times out of 100, I'd be like, get the hell out of here, go play with your Barbies. If they I were think playing, I would suddenly okay. find, uh, I'd look out the window and be like, wow, look at that, my grass. That lawn is getting really yeah. high, even though it's the middle of uh, winter right now. But sure, I'll go out and <laughs> It's 40 lawn. degrees outside, but who cares? <laughs> uh, maybe I'll learn how to, to comb Barbie hair if that happens. All right, moving on. The final game of the weekend. And it's kind of sad, really, because after this weekend, there's only three football games left. It's You know, we do have the USFL coming up. You know we have a team, right? I know. I told you this, you chucklehead. I know you told me, and I forgot about it. I I completely forgot about it. Yeah, because, well, Fox owns them, and so they're they're putting it all out there, and so they're finally starting to put out those commercials. But I still, you know what, I haven't checked recently, but, like, I guess two or three months ago when when I was telling you about it, they literally had nobody really working for them yet. So, like, it was really hard uh, to find out who was on the staff, but also like their social medias weren't even up, and their websites were just like New Orleans Breakers. We're coming for you. It's like uh, okay, well, where's some information? Chucklehead. Come on. All right, well, we'll definitely have to pick those games, and I, well, I know you'll do a lot of research to check on Marcus Dupree's injuries, injury status. 
Well, no, I'll also be patiently waiting for Antonio Brown to show up in the USFL. Oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> you know he will. You don't know he will. For me. All right, as long as he doesn't play for the Breakers, we're good. All right, final game of the weekend is uh, Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes against Josh Allen. What a game. KC is only a one-and-a-half point favorite over them. Buffalo Bills and Uncle Big Nick. Let's see what does he have on this. He has uh, live radio here, semi-live radio. He has the Chiefs-Bills over 54-and-a-half. He didn't make a pick on the game, so he's just got the over. He thinks it's going to be one of them 48-42 games. What you got? Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, God, I don't know what this game – you've got two options. It's going to be a high-shooting, you know, just a high-flying shooting match, it's or it's going to be just a, a dud, and, and it'll just be, uh, you know, a defensive struggle. But, I mean, both of those – Defenses ain't all that great, so uh, I don't know. This this one's tough, man. After what both the Chiefs did and the Bills did these past two weeks, it's hard to gauge, you know, wh- what team they are. Uh, but I mean, man, I don't know. I've kind of been riding with the Chiefs most of the season. The Bills, while I, I liked them and I thought they were the the fun little sort of you know the, the little engine that could sort of team. Uh, hmm. Damn it, dude. I guess the flip side of that coin is the Bills just I mean, it is the playoffs. You expect to have easy, right? You expect to have like easy picks here. It's the playoffs. No, no. I mean, and so I I guess the team that has the least turnovers will win the game. So uh, I think that the Chiefs, who've been my defense for the entire fantasy season, people have been making fun of me but because they run up the score then they start getting these easy picks so uh you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna take the chiefs by virtue of their defense which i know might sound laughable to people but by virtue of their defense i think i think the chiefs come away with the win i will say this the the there's two things about the chiefs defense that one i like one i don't the one thing that's been good is they've been good recently. They've been a lot better recently. If you look at how many points they've given up as of late, not a ton. Although they they gave up 14 points to Pittsburgh last week. One was a defensive touchdown. Um, the, but the one thing that gets me, and I have a hard time buying in this guy, is still not only in the league, but he seems to end up with, like, marquee teams. Steve Spagnuolo is a defensive coordinator. <laughs> I mean, you how mean does the this guy still have a freaking job? In the NFL? Exactly. How does he have a job? And the Kansas City's ranked 27th in defense in the NFL. Now, I know they have good games here and there, but mostly it's how good does Patrick Mahomes do? But how does this guy have a job? Can you explain that to me? Uh, no, I, I, really, I really can't. I mean, I think the only thing that uh, he's got going for him is his secondary because they never really get a big push on that front line. So they're not really putting pressure on any QBs. Uh, so they're just kind of de- 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 depending on, on their backfield. So, I mean, you know, I mean, well, I, I that, don't know how he's got a job, though. Just that, that being said, I'm still not sure. That being said, I am going to take the Chiefs minus one and a half. I, I, I don't understand this line at all. I get everybody is like thinking Buffalo's now because they walloped the Patriots. They're the greatest they team. They walloped the rookie QB. Yeah, you walloped Mac Jones. Good on you. Exactly. And I, I mean, they haven't played that well the last 
really last month and a half of this. If you go through yeah, in fact we, longer we, than that. We thought that yeah, we thought that they might even tumble further down. You know? They they went through a stretch of losing. I think they lost five of seven games or five of eight games. Um, and then they beat up on a bunch of nobodies at the end of the year except for the Patriots. And again, Patriots stunk the last part of the season too. So I just think Buffalo's getting too much love right now. I think they're good. I think they're really good, as a matter of fact. I just don't think they're the best team in the AFC. And I think the Chiefs are. And um, I think they win this game. Mahomes is going to find a way to win it. And look, Andy Reid, man. I mean, Andy Reid has been there how many times? I mean, Andy Reid, I I think, man, I mean, Andy Reid's amazing. I mean, he's just an amazing head coach. He's a great schemer. I mean, I was watching this thing about Pat Mahomes talking about how Andy Reid would come to him like, you know, every other week or so with some new like harebrained scheme and like, hey, can you do this? And then they end up doing it. And I mean, it's like Andy Reid is still creating and coming up with new schemes and new plays. And and I, I think that it, look, sometimes it comes down to coaching as well. I think Andy Reid edges it out too. And nobody eats a lunch buffet like Andy Reid either, I don't think. No one. Like, I think he would out eat me. Yeah, that's, that's saying something. All right, we're all, uh, us two are on the Chiefs, and uh, Uncle Big Nick kind of wussed out and he just took the over. So, um, I mean, it, it it's going to be an interesting weekend. And, again, the two lines that don't make sense to me are Kansas City and Tennessee. So, I hope I'm not just taking the bait here. Um, taking the favorite in three out of four, you're taking all four favorites. So, yeah. I'd be surprised if, if all four favorites, I mean, win. I'm not saying it's going to be the ones that we picked, but – you got to think that some, one of the, at least one of the dogs is going to win, but who knows? Hey, man. I mean, look, I, <laughs> after all the blowouts last week, it's still kind of hard to determine because there were so many blowouts. There, there was just that teams that did not belong in there. And, and, and as much as it physically pains me to say this, if the Saints were there, we probably would have been another team where it was like, why the hell are they in there? Oh, they got smoked. Yeah, they got That's okay, though. But we would have made it, and we would have knocked out somebody. So, well, now we, we would have been happy 18th about that, as opposed to like twenty third. So, you know, who knows? Yeah, well, I I hate all that stuff. Who cares? I mean, <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, it really doesn't make a difference where we pick. I mean, it's yeah. There's a big difference between first or second, third, and like twelfth. But in the grand scheme of things, is there really that much difference between thirteenth and eighteenth, or eighteenth and third? I don't know, like like Vita Vey, man. Good lord, dude! I don't know why the hell we never picked him up, man. We picked up uh, what Caesar Ruiz that year, I think. Yeah, well, that was uh, just a bad pick. That doesn't mean yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah, like right. a couple of years ago, they talked about, well, we would have had Patrick Mahomes if we were dra- no Andy Reid would have just <laughs> yeah, traded up true. higher. <laughs> I mean, if somebody wants somebody, they're just going to trade above you anyway and get who they want. So, anyway, yeah. I'm a little. Bit we need we, we need more cheap labor. We need more cheap labor for the Saints. All right, tell us what's going on with the week in geek. Uh, you know what? I really don't know. I don't have any guests this weekend, <laughs> but I, I'll tell you one thing. I'm most likely going to be talking about that new show on HBO Max, Peacemaker with John Cena. Oh, my God, dude. Like, I, I literally watched I, I watched the, the first three episodes last night, and it is just so weird and surreal at first. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? But then they've got boobs and they got guns and explosions. And, and John Cena is just an idiot. And it's just awesome. They've Boy, you a, really pissed Moth over- off now. 
<laughs> and when it opens up, they got this god awful little dance routine, and you're like, you're, I'm watching the screen going, what the hell am I actually watching? Uh, but I mean, you know, it, 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 it's uh, James Gunn, the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy. So there's music, and here's the other cool part: nothing but like '80s metal. They they play Firehouse for God's sakes, man! Freaking Firehouse. You know, Jeez. so it's like this cool '80s, you know, glam rock thing going on. Is it so, sci-fi-ish, or what? What is it? No, well, it, it's uh, all right. Uh, he he plays Peacemaker, who was in the Suicide Squad movie with that 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 just came out. Uh, what? Seven, eight, nine, nine months ago, or whatever. You got it was. me. I don't go to the movies. Anymore. It's comic book movies, man. It's comic ah, book movies. Okay. It's called The Week in Geek. Comic book movies. I got so, you. I yeah, got we got you. all that going on, you know. So uh <laughs> yeah, check it out where where you can like us on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash a week in geek. Check us out on Twitter at Twig Radio. I'm at producer D2. The Instagram is the Week in Geek, and I'm D League D2 there. And of course, the iHeartRadio app. Click subscribe, never miss an episode. So Sydney, I told you to turn these guys off. They're giving me a headache. <laughs> oh, you know, I, have, I have Eric Roberts next week, though. Julia Roberts' brother, the actor Eric oh, Roberts. Oh, wait, Eric Roberts is coming on. I'll listen to that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he seems like a wonderful guy. <laughs> God, he's done so many crappy movies. <laughs> he really has. Poor Eric Roberts <laughs> living in the shadow of his sister. Wait, hey, you got him? Yeah. He's coming on Weekend Geek next week? Yeah, yeah, next week. Yeah, um, he's got a new movie coming out, so I'm, I'm actually interviewing him. I uh, like Eric Roberts. Thursday, next. No, look, yeah, look, I mean, he's done a lot of things, and it's funny because he's got a lot of bit parts, and you can't, and he's not really a character actor because, I mean, you know, he's he, no, he, he, well, he's he kind of a jerk, all, you know. Well, he probably, I, I usually plays a jerk more than his career. And he, and he looks like he's been, you know, smoking thirty packs a day. Yeah, for you know? sure. He, he looks a little, he looks a little weather worn. Of the Roberts, he definitely got the more. Uh, I think he took all Julia's pot marks too. So. <laughs> Dude, that is what, cool. Boy, what, whatever, whatever. He just took, uh, you know, Julia stole all of his acne medicine, I guess, uh, growing up. I don't know must what it have, is. Must but have. He's, yeah, he's, like he's a good Roberts, actor. Yeah. He is. He is. So I enjoy that's, it. That's all on next week's episode. All right. So well, we'll talk, we'll, you'll be able to promo that again next week when we do the championship round. Yes. And then we'll, we'll see where we're at. If we're over 500, which I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm feeling pretty all right. Good about all right. Well. Weekend. We just gotta go. look. We just go five hundred this week. If we just mediocre, we we should. If we can strive for mediocrity, I think by God we should. <laughs> that that's like the motto of every American company. <laughs> mediocrity. It's what we do, America. It might be the new theme of datitude. If assuming uh, Sydney and Martha <laughs> are listening next week. All right, we'll talk to you later. Your flagship podcast for mediocrity. <laughs> <laughs> Right here on Datitude. Talk to you next week. Talk to you later. All right, bye. Got to have fun with it, right? That's what we do. That's what we do here on Datitude. We're having fun. You know, it's it's tough in a transition time, too. You're so used to, like, you're geared up saints, 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 every week, saints, 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 saints. There's no saints. I'm having trouble with that, I think, more than I thought I would. It's kind of like, you go, 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 go for five months. I can't imagine what it's like for the players when they're finally done. You go, 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 practice every day, do this, do that, occasionally get a day off. You get your bye week, and even in your bye week, you probably only have a couple days off, maybe three, four, and it's go, 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 and then you're just done. I mean, it's, it's hard for a sports writer when you're getting to that mode, so I can only imagine what it's like for a player. So that's kind of where we are this week. We're in a transition still. 
I think last week was a week of denial. We could still go through all the football. Yeah, the Saints had a bye. Oh, wait, no, they don't have a bye. They're not playing. So it's just weird. So gave you all of our picks. Um, I do have my five-star picks, uh, which I will give to you. I did, I've been doing pretty well the last few weeks. I'm not going to lie. Um, no one likes a bragger, but who cares? It's my show, gosh darn it. Um, I won't tell you about the, the three weeks before that that I was terrible. But, um, you know, cashing in with Carville segment uh, on the At The Book show that comes on. That was on Thursday uh, afternoon. We run that live at 4 o'clock on the NOLA.com YouTube channel. It's Zach Ewing, Devin Jackson, and myself. That comes out on Thursdays. Uh, on Mondays, we, we do odds and ends. We kind of review the weekend before. But, um, hey, cashing in with Carville. I am, uh, let's see, what is it, 12 and 2 the last uh, two weeks. I have taken a commanding lead over Jeff Duncan, who we'll have back on the show soon. Uh, maybe we'll have him on next Friday. I know Tuesday we have Marlon Favorite coming on. I'm, I'm looking forward to that big fave. Uh, haven't talked to him, actually, since I used to do Dave's show. Um, it's been a little while. So we'll have him on to discuss what we saw over the weekend that's coming up and kind of look ahead a little bit to the NFC and AFC championship games. That'll be on Tuesday on Datitude. That is um, – and then I think we'll either have Duncan on either Friday with the idiots that we have on every Friday or we'll have him on the following Tuesday. I haven't decided that yet and uh, depends on his schedule. All right, my five-star picks, um, I kind of touched on at least one of them. In fact, only one. Only one of my five-star picks is an actual game pick. Uh, it is the Rams plus three over the Bucks. That is my one-star pick. Uh, look, I, the only reason why it's as low as my, as my one-star is because, like I told you before, they're begging you to bet on the Rams. I mean, they really are begging you to bet on the Rams. And... Um, I don't know why. It, the line kind of surprised me. I thought it would be more like in the range of four, four and a half. Um, so this was one of the lines that kind of surprised me. And not only are they, is it just three straight up and not three and a half, but it's minus 120 as of yesterday uh, through Caesars Sportsbook to bet on the Rams. It was minus 120, and it was even to give three for the Bucks. I just don't get it. So that, that is my one-star pick. I do think the Rams' defensive line is going to be able to get through there. It does concern me, however, they have to cross the country on a short week. So I'm not going to be putting a lot on that game. I can tell you that right now. Um, and in line with that is my two-star pick. With the defensive line, I think I might like this pick. Obviously, I like it better because it's one-star higher. But I think just in general, my two-star pick is a prop bet. Um, and I, I like Tom Brady under... 291 and a half passing yards. I think they're going to try to run the football. As we record this, I don't know if Fournette or Ronald Jones is going to be back. But um, I think that Tom Brady is going to try. They're going to try to run the ball because that is their, for sure, their best way to success against the Rams. And if by some chance they do take a big lead or they do take a, a big enough lead, and I'm wrong with my pick, I don't think Brady's going to throw for a ton of yards in this game. I just don't. Um, and, again, I could be wrong with that. But I, I, 
Mike Evans, you look at the numbers that they have on him, they have him his over-under at like 63-and-a-half. They have Gronk at like 63-and-a-half. And Brady's got some banged-up receivers. I believe Cyril Grayson is hurt. Um, and um, Brashad Perriman is still banged up. So he's he's got some injured receivers as much as he's got injured running backs. So the Bucks are dealing with some injuries just in general. Another reason why I like the Rams. My three-star pick, um, I have the Packers in two different teasers. And my five-star pick is, is a teaser with the Packers. My three-star pick also is a teaser with the Packers. Um, and this teaser is with one game. And, if you, again, if you're new to this and you haven't listened to any shows before or you have and you forgot, a teaser is when you make two picks, you put them together like a parlay. The only difference is you get six points in your favor with both your picks. They both have to hit for you to win. And it usually costs you, most places, it co- I know it's Caesars, it costs 120 to win 100. So, in other words, if you bet 50 like I do, because I'm a cheapskate and I don't usually bet a lot unless I really love a pick, um, it'll cost you 60 to win 50. Now, that's not everywhere. Some places they just do it the straight 55 to win 50 or 110 to win 100. But Caesars, I know, does minus 120 and a lot of places do. So my three-star pick this weekend is my teaser, Packers, straight up, because they're six-point favorites, so you're getting six points in your favorite. So they only need to win in a teaser, straight up. And then I like the under, 53. So the under is 47. In a teaser, you get 53. I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I'm, I'm with Uncle Big Nick in this. Um, not just because of the snow. Uh, I think that um, I think the f- first quarter and a half or so, I think the team's going to have to figure out how to run in this weather, first off. And I do think that Aaron Rodgers will be able to throw. I think he will want to throw. I just don't think they're going to score a ton of points. I think they'll be, it'll be a score close to kind of what the, pa- the Cowboys game was last week in the 23-17 to 17 range in the, I don't know, 28 to 20 range, somewhere along that line, 27-20. I don't think it's going to be a big blowout. I know I said that I think the Packers will win by 10 or more. I, the more I think about it, maybe I think 10 is probably the max. So it's tough for me to just take the Packers and lay the six. So that's why I have them in two, two teasers to kind of like make sure. I, I'm obviously way more confident the Packers are going to win the game. 49ers... Short week, like we're talking about with the Rams. But the 49ers have had to, they have had to fight, fight, fight. They've had four of six games on the road now. Kind of like the Raiders last week, I say in my NFL picks column. They had to fight, fight, fight. They were able to get Dallas last week. It's a little different now going to Green Bay. So you go to Dallas, you go back home, now you're going to Green Bay. Again on a short week because they're playing on a Saturday. Not an easy chore for the Packers. I mean, for the Niners. So I love the Packers even. Hence, I have them in two teasers. The other one's coming up in a minute. Four-star pick. I really like the Chiefs this weekend. And that line is funky. And it's weird. And I'm not sure I trust it. But what I like more is I'm kind of with Uncle Big Nick. I like the over, but I like the over for the Chiefs. The Chiefs individual team owner uh, over, if that makes any sense, individual team over. That's an oxymoron, but I'm kind of an oxymoron. So 
The Chiefs over 26 points. That is my best bet in that game. And I'll tell you, I'm not in love with the Chiefs beating the Bills because even though I think that the general public is too high on Buffalo, there is big money coming in on Buffalo, which kind of scares me off the line a little bit. But I do think the Chiefs are going to be able to score their points. I think this is going to be a dogfight. I think either the Chiefs win by 7 or 10, hence they get past that 26-point threshold, or even if they lose, I think it's a shootout if they lose. I think it's like in the neighborhood of 34 to 30 or something like that if they lose. So I really like this Chiefs team over. That is my four-star pick. Then we get to the five-star. I've already told you about the Packers, why I like them so much. So who are you going to package them with in another game? And to me, it's easy. I mean, Burrow and Chase fans don't want to hear this. But I don't think the Bengals can win this game. I just don't. They might keep it close. They might keep it under the three and a half. It might come down to a field goal at the end. I just don't see the Bengals. I mean, look, they hadn't won a playoff game since 1990. And I get that Burrow and Chase and these guys played a national championship game a few years ago. They're winning. But it takes time to turn a franchise around a little bit. The Titans are used to playing here. They're used to being – they're used to still playing football this time of year. Derrick Henry coming back is a big deal. I don't know if it's a huge deal because we don't know if he's going to carry it more than 10 or 12 times even if he comes back. But I think whether he comes back or not, I think the Titans win the game. I think the straight up, I don't have locks. I don't think anything's locked this weekend. It's hard to say anything's a lock in the divisional round. But the closest thing I have to locks as far as winning straight up this week are the Packers and the Titans. So in a teaser, it's Packers even and Titans plus two and a half. So if the Packers win, you get that half. The Titans can still lose as long as they don't lose by more than two. You win. And some books will actually let you buy a half a point, which I've already done. Um, So I have it at the same price that Caesars has it at this straight-up number. So I actually have the Titans plus three in my teaser. But I think that's the way to go. That is my best pick of the week. If you can do that, if you take the teaser and go along with it, I talked about it. Uh, in the At The Book show on Thursday evening. That is my pick of the week. What's your pick of the week? Go ahead, tweet me. Email me, at Jim Derry Jr. on Twitter or at jderry at theadvocate.com on email. I'd love to hear what your picks are, um, whether I agree with them or not. Also, if you have a comment you'd like to get through, we'd love to have you. Be glad to bring it up on Tuesday Talk about it with Big Fave. If, whether it's now or whether it's after the playoff weekend is over and you got a comment, be, ha- be happy to tweet at me or email me. You got my numbers. That is going to just about do it for Datitude episode number 48. Um, we are going to leave you with a song that we kind of ran in the background earlier, but I dug it out of the archives, and it's so appropriate for this weekend. It just kind of tells you, I mean, be glad you're a Saints fan. Because if you're a Titans fan, you've got the old Houston. I mean, who knows? Is it Houston? 
They were the Tennessee Oilers. They were the Titans. And Conductor Dave and I like to make fun of them. But this song just kind of like, there's no other better way to go out. Especially when you're stuck inside because it's too cold to do anything. Stay warm, my friends. We will talk to you on Tuesday. Enjoy the last full football weekend of the year. Peace and love, my friends.